Welcome to Leadership Shenanigans. I'm Fiona Gherkin, the Principal Consultant at Little Things Consulting in Launceston, Tasmania. If you would like to recommend a topic or you have a question that you'd like answered on this podcast, please contact me on info at littlethingsconsulting.com.au. Enjoy today's episode. Good morning, everyone. Good evening, good afternoon, good night, depending on what time you're listening to this from around the world. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm assuming you're here to hear more about gaslighting. I know a lot of people have heard the term and some of you will know what it means also. But for those who do not, gaslighting is when one person manipulates another to make them question reality. And this is a very simplistic way of defining gaslighting. And I will go into more detail. But one of the things I wanted to talk about initially was, did you know that gaslighting was the most searched term and the most searched word in 2022? Not when will this pandemic ever end or how to not fall asleep in another Zoom meeting? No, gaslighting, which tells me it's become the new it phrase for 2022. I wonder what the new phrase will be in 2023. Probably quiet quitting. (laughs) I did review information on whether you could gaslight yourself also, because I have seen articles that actually talk about this, but with the meaning that it's about manipulating somebody else, you simply cannot manipulate yourself unless you have more than one personality. You don't manipulate yourself. You talk yourself in and out of stuff, but manipulation is something that occurs between two people or more than two people. I'll put it in the too hard basket of terms I don't agree with, which also includes quiet quitting. If you're still employed and you're getting paid, you have not quit. You're just a lazy employee. Quiet quitting should only refer to people who tiptoe out the back door of work without telling anyone that they will not be returning. Sadly, I have done this before. So as I throw self-gaslighting and quiet quitting in the garbage bin of terms I hate, um, I'll climb down off my soapbox now and get back to talking about gaslighting. So gaslighting actually, the term actually originated from a 1930s stage play and a later movie called Gaslight, which most people aren't aware of. Um, So the plot of the movie was that a woman by the name of Paula is sent to study in Italy to become an opera singer. And while she's there, she falls in love with a man she marries who is extremely charming. Um, Now Paula begins to notice strange goings on, including the gaslights getting dimmer and dimmer without being touched. And she starts to fight to retain her sanity as she's not sure what's going on and her new husband's intentions come into question. So there's a number of things that happen during that movie and the gaslight is one thing, but he very much uh, moves things around on her and changes things to make her think she is going crazy. So I always find it very interesting that this was a term that was around in the 1930s, but is only now becoming quite popular. So let's talk about who are the instigators of gaslighting. The Very Well Mind, and there's a link in the description to their website, summarizes gaslighting as a range of tactics, including lying, distracting, minimizing, denying, and blaming. So when you're dealing with someone who uses gaslighting as a manipulation tool, pay close attention to what they do and not the words they choose. People who use gaslighting as a tool to manipulate others are usually psychopaths, narcissists, or any other personality type where the person does not care about their impact on others and wants to manipulate a situation or a person for personal gain. For example, a person who uses gaslighting would also use indirect criticism. For example, I'm so happy for you that you got that promotion. Are you sure you're ready for it? Do you have enough experience? 
you find that it's often people in positions of power who use gaslighting as a manipulation tactic, or they may use it to increase their power by decreasing yours. Some common things you often hear them say are, oh, you're so serious, I was only joking, or that's not what happened, this is what happened, or I never said that. So denying things they say and making you question what you thought had been said. So we've talked about who the instigators are. Let's talk about who the victims are or could possibly be. So the fingerprint for success, which again, uh, there's a link in the description. It's another website that talks about gaslighting. They state that 58% of people in a Twitter poll claim to have experienced gaslighting at work. Now, I'm not sure how reliable a Twitter poll is, given most people on Twitter are trying to gaslight somebody else. But I would expect the 58% would be pretty close to the truth. And there are a lot of toxic workplaces out there. I hope that you're not in one of them. And if you are, please seek help. Um, If you're in Australia, if you want to reach out to me, I am able to assist in these circumstances. So targets are often people that are easily manipulated by others. So we've looked at who the instigators are. We've looked at who the possible victims are. Now let's have a look at what is it that you need to look out for and what are the telltale signs of gaslighting in the workplace? And this is again from the Fingerprint for Success. Like I said, the link is in the description and they come up with 10 signs to look out for. And I'll go through those now. So number one, you're constantly questioning your perception. Number two, the gaslighter tells you you're making mistakes when you know you aren't. Number three, they tell you they never said that, but you know that they did. Four, they praise you in private, but criticize you in front of the rest of the team or vice versa. Five, you're frequently left out of important meetings and decision-making conversations. Six, when you try to address issues, the gaslighter dismisses your concerns. Seven, other people are starting to notice how the gaslighter treats you. Eight, you keep getting bumped to lesser insignificant projects. Nine, the gaslighter manipulates situations to embarrass you. 10, no matter how hard you try, your work is never good enough. Now, those these signs relate to workplaces. These are, of course, these, of course, can occur in your personal relationships, both intimate and friendships. But let's talk about how you can protect yourself from someone who may be gaslighting you. I like to tell people I work with who have experienced a toxic workplace in the past or are starting a new role, that it's important to put up a wall. And when I say a wall, I mean a glass wall, not a brick wall. A glass wall allows you to see what's going on, but gives you some protection without people noticing that you're standoffish. A brick wall does not allow you to observe others. And that's an important part of getting to know new people and feeling out who are people that you can trust and who you can't trust. And you'll encounter those kind of people at any point in your life. So to protect yourself, I've come up with five things that you need to consider. It's important to gain some distance from the person if you feel like you're being gaslit. Ask to move to a different apartment, ask to move to a different desk or maintain less time with that person if possible. If you can't, then obviously that's another consideration for you in terms of the next steps that you take. Save the evidence. So if you are concerned that someone is manipulating you or gaslighting you, make notes, 
save any evidence, save emails, that kind of thing. As my area of interest and expertise, I want to finish off by just talking about psychopaths and gaslighting. So one of the key tools in the psychopaths toolkit is definitely gaslighting. That said, not all gaslighters are psychopaths, but all psychopaths are gaslighters. So if you're experiencing someone who is gaslighting you, look closer and make sure there's not more going on that is more than just manipulation. It might just be a small component of the bigger picture and you might have some serious bullies on your hands or toxic people. Gaslighting, whether it comes from a psychopath or not, is a form of workplace bullying and should be dealt with as such. So seek help, seek advice, and don't let the bullies win the game. You are stronger than you think you are. Remember, no job is worth the pain of being bullied. So in summary, what am I going to leave you with today? Don't be a victim. And don't be afraid to challenge someone who does not believe in you, whether it's because they're trying to minimize your power so they can increase their own, or they're just simply an a-hole. Because you know what? Sometimes people just are, and we have to accept that. There's a lot of great people out there, but there's a lot of really bad people out there too who don't care about others. Don't allow others to control your inner narrative. Don't allow others to control how you feel about yourself and your self-esteem. Believe in yourself without what others are telling you. And remember, you can control your own behavior, including how you respond to others, but not the behavior of others. Many people have fallen prey to the victimhood mentality of a psychopath or a narcissist before realizing they were just a wolf dressed up in granny's clothing waiting to eat you up like little red riding hood thank you for listening all the way to the end of this episode i hope you enjoyed today's content and remember if you would like to recommend a topic or you have a question that you'd like answered on this podcast please contact me at info at littlethingsconsulting.com.au i look forward to you joining me next time